relax, grab a cup of tea and a biscuit, and prepare yourself for the latest episode of the Game Punches podcast. Welcome to Game Punches Podcast, episode 119 for Thursday the 9th of April 2015. Game Punches is the most aggressive and ponderous video game podcast on the internet. My name is Steve. And my name is Fraser. And John's name is John. John's name Fish's... is Mud. Oh! oh! Fish's name is Fish. Yeah. Um, Actually, they're both uh, taking care of the ladies tonight, aren't they? <laughs> the ladies. Yeah, they sure mm-hmm. are. Uh, I'm saying. Uh-huh. Yeah, John's doing mm-hmm. a bit of the old chicken soup. Woo! The chicken soup? Which uh, <laughs> is a bit poorly, the right? So it's, it's probably some chicken soup, know what I mean? <laughs> Say no more. Ah, box of chocolates? Oh no, that's different, that's different. <laughs> oh old, god, yeah, so... Old soft centre? <laughs> The old cardboard insert <laughs> with pictures on them. So, yeah, okay, the podcast about video games, that's what this is. And John, yeah, he is tending to his wife, as Fish is also tending to his wife. So, um, of course, Fraser and I, awful husbands. No, I'm tending to my wife tomorrow. <laughs> oh, tomorrow? It's my, tomorrow is my 10th anniversary. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, that's about that. Oh, commiserations, am I right? Oh, 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 oh. So. <laughs> the old and chain, know what I mean? So, trouble and strife. You get less for murder. <laughs> <laughs> Not heard that one. So, uh, alright, so, no Gibbon simulator for you then tomorrow. Um, Going away too. Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, alright, well, I got, I don't really have anything particular to bitch about in our intro stuff before I start talking about shit I've been playing. Bi- I don't really have much of anything. Nothing to bitch about? Is that what you, like, would you like to use the start of the podcast as a bitching forum? It's more fun. It is. Really? It is. Well, I mean, I do have a bitch. I've got a bitch lined up, got one in the chamber, but that's for a specific <laughs> game. One in the chamber, brilliant. The I bitch do. gun. The b- <laughs> bitch cannon. It's loaded. <laughs> so, yeah, bitch cannon's loaded, uh, but that's specifically in the What You've Been Playing segment. So I don't really want to kind of hash it out now. I don't want to drag it out, beat it to death, then put it back away, then drag it out again later. Yeah. Um, one beating's enough, you know? <laughs> Depending on, I could have a bitch about the weather yeah. as usual. Uh, is it snowing? 
It snowed again. <laughs> I took Happy my April. winter tires off on Saturday. It snowed Saturday night. What are your winter tires? This is a new thing. Is it, have they got chains on them? No, they're just deeper grooves made for snow and ice. Oh, okay. So. Excuse me. I am drinking Stella Artois. Nice. The old wife beater is back. Nice. Yeah. I used to love a bit of wife beater back in the day. It's fantastic. It used to it's, get it's... me shit-faced. Really? It's it's very potent. I will say that much. I only have the one bottle left, though, after this weekend. so I don't really drink, really. The only time I ever drink is when other people expect me to be drinking, so I drink for them. And then on this show that's about it yeah that's it um it's very good though it's very refreshing but also dehydrating at the same time so alright enough lists enough bitching let's go Fraser Moores what have you been playing well I have been mostly playing actually on the weekend I think more time was spent on my Playstation 3 than anything else as I tried (gasps) What? <laughs> it's unbelievable, isn't it? it? It's not even a full week. I know. Or is it? Oh, yeah, it's not it's only a full week. What uh, it's just doing? a week and a half, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, no. oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but that's because I just was balls deep into uh, Metal Gear Solid 3. Yeah, so um, I put in way too much time. Actually, I burned myself out a bit on it at the weekend. I, I put so much time in and then... I think it got to about Sunday or... Yeah, Sunday, and I was trying to fight Volgan in the morning. Good old Volgan. And I just couldn't beat him, and I just the rage was consuming me. <laughs> Absolutely consuming me. Which actually is the second game to do that to me this week. Oh. Uh, so I couldn't beat Volgan. I know I can beat him, but I didn't I didn't beat him, so I need to go back and um, beat him, get that finished. But it's taken the wind out of my sails a bit. I was forging ahead. Yeah. So... Um, I will get back to that. It's so good. It's so good. Still talking about three? Still yes. talking about Snake Eater? Still right. talking about Snake Eater, yeah. I've been following this walkthrough, right? So I'm getting everything. I'm finding every hidden thing, every animal. I'm eating every living thing in the <laughs> in the game. Hopefully mostly snakes. Mostly snakes, yeah. <laughs> I've even caught the the elusive Suchinko or whatever it's called. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a jewelry salesman. So I've kept him. <laughs> the elusive Sajenko. Uh So, yeah, it is good. I mean, it's great. It is great. It's just so good. The boss fights are just so good. You know, uh, I'm yeah. luckily, the way I'm playing it, I'm, I have sort of plowed forward to the boss fight. I mean, the fight with the end, I have to say, I think that's possibly the best boss battle I've ever played. Of all time, all time? Yeah, I think so. If I was to make a list, I think that would be number one. I think Fish was talking about this last week, where this the three is considered the best boss battle of all time yeah. for anything. I have no idea what it is. Never got there. Oh, you never close. fought the end, dude! I I got stuck in the swamp and logs at the oh, very beginning, and right. ne- never played it again. Okay, now you should sit down and play it through with it in a walkthrough. But um, yeah, the end is basically he's this old old you know sniper. And the whole drama around him is he's part of the forest or whatever. And, and, and anyway, and so it's spread over three maps. So you are entering and exiting areas looking for this guy. Right. And, you know, you start off and, and you have no idea where he is. And you're looking around. You can't see him. And then suddenly he takes a shot at you. And then 
Um, you know, I had played it before, so I could remember some of the tricks there are, but you can pull out the directional microphone and, you know, try and see if you can hear him. He falls asleep, right. so, so sometimes you can hear him snoring in different <laughs> Middle areas. of a battle. <laughs> yeah, he will fall asleep in the middle of a battle and just start snoring. Um, there's a parrot that sometimes gives away his position. <laughs> Tactically useless as a guy. <laughs> and then, um, you know, if he does shoot you or you find him, he drops a flashbang and runs off, and then you can do the typical look for his footprints in the mud or pull down the thermal goggles and follow the footprints. The old thermal goggles. All right. This, you know, there's a, numbers of ways to take him out. And then also, as Fish was saying, if you shut down your your PlayStation and come back a week later, he dies of old age. <laughs> So you can finish brilliant. you can finish the battle that way. I mean it's That's just great. it's just brilliant. And then there was the battle with the fury, the battle with the pain. They're all just classics. Fury and pain, these are bosses? Yeah. Yeah. Are they like some kind of are they exemplary of pain and things? Yeah, the pain is he's surrounded by bumblebees and he fires <laughs> fires bees and grenades at you and all this sort <laughs> of stuff. Presumably they hurt. They, they do, yeah. It's like pain. They do. Right. Uh the fury is a flamethrower guy who that is a really really well what's the word it's not to say like it's illustrated but it is telegraphed not telegraphed like the way the flames he throws flames at you Uh like it's just done really well with the minimal amount of playing it now 10 years on I'm looking at it on this and I'm going holy shit they did that so well 10 years ago for what they had to work with you know, just the way oh, they make right. flames. I, I'm always quite fascinated when you see things on fire in video games. There's always a number of different ways people do it. There is, yeah. Like waterfalls, right? Or streams or whatever. There's, yeah. you know, um, the flames in this are just fantastic. So it's just, I've just, at, at every corner, you're like, well, it's just great. It's just great. Brilliant. Grace. Grace. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, more of that. And hopefully I, I won't lose the momentum and I'll just get that finished up soon. Um, I downloaded the free Forza Horizon Fast and Furious Pro. (laughs) I take it you haven't. No. No. I'm not really big on racing and I'm not big on Fast and Furious. Fast or Furious. Yeah. Ignore being big on Fast and Furious. That doesn't matter on this. Just think of it as it's like a Forza Horizon demos mini game or whatever but it's a full it's really like you know like almost a full game for free it's really good it right. is really good for free it's amazing um and i guess you know it's bankrolled by the promotion which is fine i know you know what i'll yeah i'll take the i'll take all that in i don't care for a free game um you know it's like only about 10 cars available and you know 15 events or something like that but that's more than enough and it's actually perfect for me i have no desire to go play the full title right so i'm getting a nice sort of my forza horizon fix on this vin diesel shaped yeah but (laughs) i I, but i haven't even noticed if there's any crossover with any characters or anything like that i mean maybe the guy narrating it is someone from the movies i haven't seen any of them so i don't know yeah me either um and i'm not interested (laughs) did you see the trailer for the the recent one no i haven't So, oh, hang I, on! Didn't some cars jump out of a plane or something? No, it's even better than that. He, he's in somehow. He ends up driving, and it's like a Ferrari or something. It's amazing. Flies into. I, I guess this is one of those like double twin tower stack skyscraper jams, like uh, in Tokyo or somewhere. 
um, or China or somewhere. And I don't know how he gets so high, but it basically this this car comes into like I don't know like the hundred and twentieth floor, right? Through the windows. I don't know how he got there. It's because it doesn't show that part in the trailer. It just shows it smashing through the windows on the hundred twentieth floor inside. Comes straight through. The, all the way through, like, blowing up, like, desks and paper everywhere. Goes driving straight out of that window, over the gap, into the other building windows. Right. <laughs> Starts taking out more desks. Does a handbrake turn, right? <laughs> and then dives out the car. The car flies out the other window sideways. And he's, like, scrambling, sliding towards this this drop and just manages to hang on at the very end. It's the most ridiculous double double stunt I've ever seen. It's awesome. This it's sounds so like awesome. they're moving more towards a James Bond type thing. What's going on? What? It or or even just mysterious physics. I, mean, I don't no idea. Yeah, I don't know. How that car got up there. I mean he probably drove out of an aeroplane. I'm sure he had to have to get that high. <laughs> no, I know a coworker of mine had a friend of his phoned him up this week and said, I got your tickets to this. And he was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Some friend you are. He went to it and he said it was just the most mouth-breathing experience he's ever <laughs> really? But, you know, I put I put Fast and Furious, like, I would imagine, like, for some people, I for you know, like the Expendables, right? Yeah, I just go into the Expendables ready for what I'm about to get, and I really enjoy it. You know, it's, <laughs> it's a totally guilty pleasure. I just suspend my belief and you know throw at me the most outrageous scenarios you can. When you can't you know, get any further, and you throw show Arnie Schwarzenegger coming through a wall to rescue them for no reason other than <laughs> it's to, Arnie to move the plot forward. Right, Edge, he's got a movie coming out soon where it looks like he's trying to be Joel off The Last of Us. And it's about a girl, his daughter, who is a zombie, called Maggie. Right. And it's not been advertised at all, and it's coming out like it's it's one of those like it's straight to uh, digital download and cinemas at the same time. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. No, I have to look for that. I haven't heard anything on that. It's, I, yeah, me either. Until I saw it today, it's called Maggie. I think it's Maggie. Anyway, let me do a quick check. Um, but yeah, like he looks just like Joel off The Last of Us, mm, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be Maggie bad. Heard. It, I, you know what? The Doesn't way matter. this thing is shaping up, this could be his best role ever, dude. Seriously, <laughs> that the way shit goes in Hollywood, this could be the best movie Arnie ever makes. Maybe the one that no one knows about, where he's old as fuck with a big beard. That's it. Maybe what when and he finally reveals the acting chops that he's really <laughs> he's been hiding for thirty years. I don't know. Man. <laughs> I don't. You have to have the faith, though. I mean, I had the faith on on the other night. I went in uh, and watched Wolf Cop, which I I said I <laughs> which I said I would watch. The premise of it had me hooked as soon as I read about it. Half man, half wolf, <laughs> all, all cop. cop. <laughs> I lasted God. about forty minutes. I couldn't. Really? I couldn't make it to the end. It was. It wasn't as bad it. as it could have been. It wasn't as great as I was hoped. There's a wolf cop too. <laughs> oh, it definitely deserves a sequel. Really, no doubt about it. Yeah. Oh, brilliant! You know, I can watch this from three ninety nine on Vudu. <laughs> it was. I, I think it's on Netflix. I'm pretty sure I watched it on Netflix. It? Yeah. Oh, okay. I need to. Can I stream it? Yeah. Wolf Cup. Got two and a half stars. It's worth a look for whatever reason. <laughs> the cover looks amazing. 
It actually looks pretty terrifying. He's a terrifying looking werewolf cop. It's his transformation's pretty brutal from for a particular reason, but I leave anyone to go watch that to see Who's to there? see there's, why. There's like a sexy redhead in this. Uh yeah, the cast isn't bad. I mean it's oh, not Sarah total B movie. Sarah Lind. Whoever that is. She plays some kind of damsel. Yeah. Okay, I couldn't tell you who that is. Uh, but yeah, Wolf Cop. Looking werewolf. Excellent. All right, Wolf Cop. The clue is in the title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, the other one. I'm looking at a poster for it. Dirty Harry, only hairier. That's what it says. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, dear. Yes. So, it anyway, back fantastic. to Fast and Furious. For, I'm watching that's that okay. That's all right. But all right. I had my rage moment with that as well. There is a point where you have to, like, Street, uh, um, string together skill chains. Right. Every time you do a drift, you get a hundred points. And then if oh, you do we're it, talking about the car thing now. Car thing, yeah. Right. You do another drift, you get another hundred points. Plus, there's a multiplier. And then you do another thing, and you string them all together. And the longer you can string them together and not crash, oh, you get tons of, of points. But I couldn't do it. I was like, I tried over and over and over and over until I was just ready to throw my controller through the TV. So I need to go back to that. I'd like to get it finished up. It just it doles out achievement points at you. I think there's like a thousand achievement points for this game. It just throws them at you pretty quick. So um, if you're an achievement nice. hunter, you might want to go dip into that. But yeah, if you're if you're a fan of the racing, I mean, everyone who plays Forza on my Xbox friends list has played it. So right, you know, probably talking to the converted already. Um, so that's pretty good. And then, uh, really, the only other thing of note, I played with you. <gasps> you did. Yeah, considering we've been podcasting, I've been on your show now for a year and a half. Something like that, yeah. I think we've played games together once. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. And that was on Steam, I think. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so we should be able to improve that now. Now we all have the same console, yes. Yes. Um... Yes, not not that we haven't all had 360s for, for the whole time as yeah, well. Yeah, I was sort of dying but, out, though, because I was just getting into PC gaming then. Right, right. Yeah, um, Destiny was uh, was a fair crack. What, what did we do? We did uh, Devil's Lair. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, it was Devil's Lair, and we, we dragged did. John through. John was, like, level two. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, John was level two, and we dragged his ass through there, and it's like a level eight strike yeah you and i were okay i think i was level nine you were level eight indeed it yeah. was good i was really pleased to do that because i hadn't so far fought any big bosses like the ones we right it's fun it's a lot of fun it is it is and that to me is where the console is at right yeah that's what it's all about so i'm very pleased with that i really enjoyed it yeah, I will say though it was a bit of a ball like to try and get us all together. That oh, that party thing it did not need to be as hard as it was. Microsoft, what happened? I know, right? Wasn't it so easy on the 360? How? It's like they completely forgot how to do consoles. These bloody guys and got nothing better. To, these executives with nothing better to do to do than to try and make things better. Yeah, but they but they just make things different and think it's better, Ugh. but it's not. Does anybody oh, test this shit? Yeah, but, I mean, it's not for lack of people complaining now, either. Like, people have been bitching about the party chat system and how confusing in-game chat versus party chat and the priority stuff and, oh, I can't hear him, but he can hear me and blah, blah, blah. This has been going on ever since the Xbox One launched. 
Oh yeah, and I mean, I've they've heard made the changes to it, but like it's it's still not where it needs to be. It needs to be completely seamless. The fact that you have to launch a separate friggin' app and snap it for a bit. Oh, is, here we is go. Really Get out annoying. the bitch cannon, right? Here we go. <laughs> no, it's not even about that. Bitch cannon's still in the closet. I gotta, I gotta wheel that shit out yet. Um, it's just awful. And then they've got the bloody audacity to wheel out this preview program. Have you seen that? <laughs> I'm aware of it. I was in it for a while, then I just came out. Earn rewards for checking out shit early and adverts and stuff like that. I just am so so fed up of this bloody advertising here. Look how gifted, you know, look how lucky you are to be be checking out adverts earlier and (laughs) and beta testing our our products for us. Yeah. Just just go fuck yourselves. Seriously, it's such bullshit. You hear that, Microsoft? Yeah. It's such bullshit. And it people are, and people. I don't think everyone's lapping it up, but people do lap it up. Some do. Um, some I mean, it's a, it's a small, it's a, it's a minority, but yeah, it, for the most part, people are like fuck you. I, I just want to. I want to play games. But I wouldn't I have you leave I, me alone. Just let me play my games. Yeah, but I wouldn't have so much of an issue if it was like, well, fix your broken stuff first. Right. Exactly. You know, exactly. That's really the problem. So, yeah. You know, well, you want to do some extra fine, but look. Don't serve up, serve me up a shit meal here, and then you're off cooking something else. It's not. <laughs> That's one way to put it. Like, yeah, it, it, I mean, my, my pain points on that thing right now are literally just that party chat system, and the uh, the fact that you it doesn't let you pin as many things as you want on the left hand side. Like you're you're limited on what you can pin. Uh, you know, so I many haven't got to pin. that yet because I've pinned like maybe two things, and then I couldn't be bothered with it, but. It's see. a lot easier to get to stuff when it's just one bumper switch away or whatever. Right. Instead of going into your apps and then choosing and then sliding across, which is just as inconvenient uh, a, a list, basically. It's just two rows, of uh, two long-ass rows of things you got to slide across to get to them. The pin bar is a hell of a lot more convenient on the left-hand side because at least it tiles that shit. Like, was it four or five across right. or six across and then down? If they just let that keep going down, and if they let you just put them where you wanted them to go, it's so annoying. Like, they go in the order in which you add them, and all you can do is basically choose one to send to the top. Send to the front. Send to the front. So if you want to, if you want them to all be in very specific places, you have to strategically, in reverse, send things to the front in the reverse order to what you want them to appear in. Right. It's, it's like it, you give me give you want me to customize my desktop, but you won't let me customize my desktop. I hate them. I hate them for that. Anyway, yeah, no, they turned into Sony somewhere along the line. Well, yeah, it's, and Sony's not much better really on that front. And now they just hide the rest of the shit. Like they say, okay, we'll show you like we'll show you ten things on this bar that you got to slide across. But like after that, you're gonna have to dig down menus. Yeah, but you know, at least in the old days, you know, you 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 were bent over and. You know, you were taking it from Don Matrick or Bill Gates or whoever was slipping it to you, right? Uh-huh. But you had a smile on your face because you knew everything was working, all right? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, you know. When you, when you put it like that, <laughs> it sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> but it did. It worked. Yeah, yeah Even that's when true. they changed up from blades to everything else, I mean, there was a little well, bit of yeah. bitching, but it always worked. Yeah, and it was kind of snappy still. I mean, it got really bogged down towards the end but i mean yeah at least everything worked the the communications thing was was like at a layer above everything else so you didn't have to fucking stop what you were doing to snap something and organize it you just said okay go do this 
and then then there was a thing happening in the background and while you did everything else the fact that it always cuts like a chunk of your screen off to snap something in is is infuriating to me uh, i it's literally just so that they could accommodate the metro interface into the design of the whole thing but it took a front seat when it should have taken a back seat it's absolutely bizarre that it's you know, <clears throat> such a powerhouse software company with the biggest you know front end gooey whatever it is can't fuck yeah. it up so bad it's bonkers well, <clears throat> it's kind of like that they were drinking crazy juice like microsoft went through a phase just after bill gates left and uh bomber kind of stepped up as the chief decision maker in all things ever um i mean he's a good businessman but he is not good technically and he's certainly not good when it comes to knowing what people actually want and he drove that company entirely based on what he thought folks wanted. Yeah. But he was looking in the wrong places. He was talking to engineers. That's the, Oh, <laughs> well, my God. That You don't talk to engineers when you want to talk about aesthetics. That's the trouble. Right. That's the trouble. Um, and he had too many things resting on the Metro interface. And he wanted everything to leverage everything else. I mean, even on the business end, like the enterprise end, like I deal with an awful lot of server-level software from Microsoft, database-level software, Microsoft, and, and, you know, Visual Studio stuff and programming. And uh, The developer end is just as ugly now because they've adopted all the same typefaces and the same design logic and everything behind uh, the Metro interface that... It's it's through it's throughout their entire product line right now. Oh god. Well I'm you know, I'm I'm on Microsoft Office products every right. day. And I've what been version? You know, <laughs> are you on a, are you on the new version? I know, now? I'm on seven. But even then See, all the new okay. sort of office way and things that are laid out and even oh, just with the to, ribbon. even <laughs> just to send stuff like via you know Yeah. You know, I have to find it open a new box here and, and I have to now it's called sharing and oh god. <laughs> yep. No, I'm with you. Anyway. I'm with you. It was awful. Yeah, but I mean that's they Bomber's gone. They've got a new a new generation of folks in there and these folks are already making waves and trying to like putting in measures and places to kind of undo all the damage that Bomber did with his weird ideas. Mm-hmm. Um thing is Bama was a stubborn motherfucker too and he's very headstrong stubborn bullish motherfucker and you don't want that kind of guy running companies you want guys that listen to people to run companies and he didn't listen to a damn person ever mm. um <clears throat> anyway okay so that's what you've been playing is that ever, yeah destiny uh, um actually i have been playing uh tower of guns ah that's the new joint i haven't tried it yet yeah so we all got codes for that uh, now, how is this going to work? Because the NDA on it is April 10th. Well, we can't say anything. What, yeah, so let's leave that yeah. till next week just to make sure that we don't get on the wrong side of these guys. Indeed, yes. Uh, so that was on, yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> Actually, I have no idea. I've not played it yet. So. All right. Can you confirm that it is, in fact, a tower of guns? Uh, it is a lot of gun. All right, then. We're, yeah, I'll be looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. NDA I, in place. Let's just say I'm looking forward to talking about it next week. Fabulous. Yep. Fabulous. Okay. Now, yes, I have been playing Destiny with you and with John. Um, that's a fire team of three that you best watch out if you see us online. 
We're the I, two warriors with the asthmatic guy in the wheelchair next to us. <laughs> Pretty much. And even when we say warriors, we haven't finished the campaign yet. <laughs> so we can't even do regular strikes. We can only do strikes that are in the... Uh, we we can't do the weeklies or anything yet. And plus, we have, we have bad gear. We need good gear. We need that legendary and... Uh, and uh, we need the real juice. We need that golden uh, purple stuff yeah. but we're not there yet um yeah so that's fun um look forward to doing more stuff yeah whenever you need a wingman or whatever just see if i'm on i'll jump on if i can yeah i think wyatt um, may said he's looking for game nights and he's on expone isn't he and defoe has just popped into the old chatteroo saying oh the real should, defoe the real yeah saying that uh he should fire up the expone again yeah man yeah bang up i'm right in the in the start of destiny so i'm well up for playing yeah and yeah you're not tired to fuck of it yet but i mean i've been i've been away from it long enough to where that that was that was actually a pleasant experience and i must have done um i must have played specifically devil's lair oh god i don't know man like <laughs> i've probably played i think about 40 times right and and it was fun it's, it's all who you play with rather than the actual you know what you're doing it's all who you play with yeah that well that's fun. right it's you know that's right it's fun yeah I mean, just just you wait till we all we're all at level twenty eight, thirty, or whatever, and we've got ridiculous powers. We've maxed everything out, and we've got the best gear going. And there's just and we're just going into places that are like ridiculously overpowered, monsters everywhere, bullet sponges everywhere, and we're just getting it done, just like in the thick of nonsense, like for hours. It's so good, so yeah. much fun. Cool. <clears throat> all right, so yeah, that happened, Destiny. That happened. Elite Dangerous continues to happen. Uh, just been playing a little bit more. Um, Tell I decided... us about your uh, control system for the Elite Dangerous. My control system. Yeah, what you got? So your Hotas is that all up yeah. and running now? Oh yeah, yeah. The Hotas has been up and running for a while. I'm, I'm using the uh, the Thrustmaster T Flight X Hotas. Okay, so that's all on the go. You probably have been through that in detail. I, mean, I have. I might have drifted I, off a bit on the last. I, I, understandable. <laughs> when I start talking about Hotes, hands on throttle and stick. Um, well, I, the thing is, like, I definitely do see in my future a Cytec X52. Okay. I really do. Um, it's basically what I have right now, which was 60 bucks, or. Um, the Cytec X52 or X52 Pro, whatever. That's about 150. Uh, or there is a, uh, there's, a, a, which one is the? There's a Rhino and a Warthog, <laughs> and I think they're both about 400 bucks. Mm. Um, but yeah, those I'm not I'm not touching those. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I'm uh, I'm playing more of that. I decided I. A while ago, I mean, it puts you in the middle of nowhere. You always start at this place called Trevithick Dock, and it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. It has no bearing or relation or proximity to anything in the previous games that I'm aware of. Um, It just plops you some random fucking place in the galaxy. And everybody starts from this place. It's like, this is the default place it starts you at. And it's, you know, it's small fries. It's easy to kind of do stuff and get stuff done and kind of find your footing and go from there. But... I was like, fuck this, I want to go back to where it all started on the uh, on the Acon Electron. Let's go and start back in the Lave system, um, which is where the all the previous Elite games started you off at. Right. Um, so I made a pilgrimage there 
ran out of gas a few times, had a couple of false starts, had to trade in a ship along the way. But I got there in about 36 jumps. It was a, uh, around two or 300 light years away. And I made it. Um, and I was just kind of hovering around there. I was moving between a place called Leasty and uh, and the George Lucas station, back and forth, just kind of, you know, coming out to Leasty, hitting the high, uh, the uh, resource extraction sites, picking off all the pirates and the nerdy wells that hang around there, um, getting some bounties, going back to George Lucas, cashing them in, and just doing that over and over again and buying better and better ships. So I finally got a ship that can just carry fuel and just... Yeah, that thing can carry me halfway across the fucking galaxy on a full tank. It's great. So, like, once I got that ship and I got it kitted out with reasonably good gear, because um, you can... It's, there's all kinds of, like, little... Um, upgrade mod points all over your ship and they'll have different classes on size and that'll kind of determine what you can attach to them. Right. Uh, and they have an internal version of that stuff as well. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, like, anyway. Um, so I got that kitted out and that was getting old fast, but I was thinking, man, I really want to go to Earth. I really want to go to Earth. Let's just go to the Sol system. So I looked up Sol, and that was a fucking that was a long ways away too. It was only actually sixteen jumps. It's about one hundred and fifty light years. It wasn't too bad. Um, so you have so, to do each jump then. Yeah, you, well, you've got to do. You, you can't jump from one place all the way there. You've got to jump from system to system to system to get there. Right. Um, so you know, in the galactic kind of. And how long the, would it take you to jump to a system? Um, well, it depends like if i'm going to you know one that's reasonably close by reasonably um you know like a few light years or whatever then uh it doesn't take long when you jump i mean the 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 time to jump it's basically a loading screen (laughs) when you're jumping right um and that's this usually the same amount of time so really it's just you know if it takes me five minutes to you know gear up find my waypoint aim at it you know bring my thrusters up charge my frame shift drive and then go wait for it and then come out of orbit or drop or whatever that usually takes about five minutes so you know 35 jumps took a while yeah but you know I did it over the course of two days. Okay, right, okay, yeah. So, yeah, it would take a while, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's what I did. Um, but the thing is, for to go to Sol, you need a Sol permit. I don't know why, but the only people that can give you a Sol permit is the Federation, one of three major kind of powers in the galaxy. Okay. So I have to get friendly with the Federation now. So all I've been doing... I've, I've been... I got all the way just outside... I'm at Sol's front door. I'm at the front door, and they won't let me in because I don't have a permit. So I'm kind of mooching around the little systems around the side, like Alpha Centauri and Bernard's Star. Just all the way around these little side side systems, kind of gaining favor and reputation with the Federation so that they'll give me a permit so they can go in, into the Sol system and fly, you know, buzz Earth and uh, crash into Mars and shit. So that'll be fun. But that's where I'm at right now, is I'm just outside of the Sol system. All right. Still got legs? What? The game still got legs for you. Oh, God, yeah. Well, it's open-ended. And that's the thing. It's open-ended and it's massively multiplayer. So, I mean, as long as I don't get bored doing things and activities, it's it's more of a, it's more of a role-playing environment than anything else. 
Like, there are people that literally just work their way up by a big hauling vehicle, like basically a, a, a lorry or a tractor trailer in space with all the cargo storage in the world and basically just, you know, go on trade routes and, you know, deliver corn <laughs> between right. between star systems. And they love it, you know. Um, there's one person that got this big hauler, colored it bright pink um, and called it the Sugar Bus. And basically, whenever they get pulled over by pirates, they ask him a quiz. They give him a quiz. And um, if they get it wrong, uh, the bus, the sugar bus, dumps uh, toxic waste on them. And if they get it right, it dumps gold on them. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's like people just make their own fun, I guess, with, with the systems that are already in place. All right. Fish um, said he was going to get it because it went on to Steam. Yeah, I saw him downloading. He sent a screenshot of him downloading it, and he did go on to Steam last week, which was great news because we do need. Uh, yeah, we just need Frontier Development, which is the people that made it. Like they, I want them to get as much money as humanly possible, so that they can just keep funneling it into this game. Because the dev team are, you know, they have made it abundantly clear the the things that they want to see in this game are you being able to get out of your spacecraft once you dock and basically walk all around the space station going talking to people face to face and taking care of trades that way like first person shooter style maybe or even get missions outside of your ship and actual like orbit like in orbit landings and things like going into the planet atmospheres because right now you can't go in. You can, it'll just kind of bring you out or you can crash into it. But you can't... There's no landing on a planet or anything. So that's the other thing they want to add. Um, but those are obviously huge. There's also things that people want... Like the public have been asking for. Like ways to really influence the like the galactic market. Uh, like they do in EVE. Or like being able to kind of control your own conglomerates. Like build your own space fleet. Yeah, uh, you know, and hire people to do work for you, and like basically become a big galactic power magnet of some kind. Like these are all possibilities, and they need money to do it, and they will do it. You think um, they will? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, absolutely. Um, these are mostly science, sci-fi nerds who love space and everything about it. The law writers are just fantastic. Um, so yeah, but they're all very, very impassioned people. So. Yeah, they definitely deserve all of the success that they get out of this. But yeah, it's got legs. It's got legs. Um, <clears throat> I also got Borderlands Handsome Collection. Um, that is Borderlands. <laughs> it's on the PS4. It looks great, super smooth, fantastic. PC version might be better, I don't know. PlayStation 4 version is great. Yeah. Um, I think that's what I've heard a lot of people saying something about the PC versions were great yeah Um, which you know you expect that but uh, whatever whatever Um, so what drove you to purchase that just fancy some Borderlands yeah I I do enjoy Borderlands I have a really soft spot in my heart for Borderlands I love those games like a lot I am not a fan at all oh I, I am obsessed with them to a degree um, I do actually like them a lot. Um, I hated Borderlands when I first started playing that game. Uh, and I think it took... I just didn't... The cell shading hit me wrong, and I just found it to be just weird, and it just kind of... It just didn't speak to me as a game. And then I think I got sick or something. I was off sick, off work. 
and you know you're I was sick enough to where I just didn't want to get off the couch but I wasn't sick enough to where I was constantly out cold right so not so sick you couldn't play video games exactly I was that sick I was right <laughs> I was right in the zone and uh so yeah and I fired it up and then I realized after I'd been playing it for a couple of hours that holy shit I've been playing this for a couple of hours and it was some I just remember looking down the sights of one of these guns and then it just hit me like how brilliant this game was all at once it's like this is really clever what they did it's like everything was just tweaked the the visuals the sound the humor uh the amount of story versus not like they gave you just enough of everything and coated it in this really cool style and dressed it all in this very specific off-brand humor that was never overbearing but it was always funny enough to give you a giggle or a smirk right um and kind of you know not really take anything too seriously uh, but also very gruesome at the same time with a lot of blood and limbs and stuff and people like nailed to boards with darts in their faces like it's, it's just some grim shit in that game uh, for as, as light hearted and as colourful as it looks sometimes um, but yeah at that moment it it really struck me like how damn good that game is and I, I haven't looked back since it's just such a damned good game and the, the gunplay is second to none it really is like very few games feel that good when you're running around shooting folk and it all depends on what kind of gun you get and the variety is light years ahead of what Destiny would e- would ever even consider doing as far as like variety of loot drops and things like that like just the unique elements in all the guns you pick up are just so amazingly fun uh, you really never know what you're going to get um, yeah anyway so that's that we all kind of know what Borderlands is anyway uh huh Lastly, Dark Souls 2, Scholar of the First Sin. So I picked this up. And, you know, I already had Bloodborne. This is another From Software game. This is Dark Souls 2, obviously, from way back. Um, well, not way back. I think it was just like a last year, actually, when it first came out. Scholar of the First Sin is like a re-release, but now for the next-gen consoles as well. Current gen, I should say. Uh, and PC... Um, that has all of the extra stuff plus it's up rest plus it's 60 fps instead of 30 and all this other stuff um and yeah and i really 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 like dark souls 2 a lot on the 360 um like i like it a lot um but i don't play my 360 anymore and i and that's one thing it did suffer from slowdown and you know muddy textures here and there yeah. and i figured you know let's just i'll just buy it and do it right this time because i never got to finish it i barely got off. Actually, I I didn't finish the first boss. I can't remember what his name is, but he's like, he's in the main castle. Yeah, I don't think I. I think I was just about to get to him. Was right. it like there a room full of skeletons with cross big bolted to the floor crossbows just before you would get to him? Um, I don't think so. He's no. he's a big ass knight, and he's on like one of the ramparts. I didn't get to him. There's a there's a part in the castle with a big kind of sword sticking out the side of a building like it's a it's a piece of uh, a statue that's fallen over and it's like a big sword kind of like is a ramp up over the ocean oh no i didn't get to that okay well it's he's in on a rampart just above that anyway i couldn't beat that guy and that's kind of where i got as far as i got there but yeah i'm so i figured i'd play it again now i don't ever remember having a weapon degrade um 
in that game on the 360 and I, I don't believe that I actually did have a weapon degrade. I don't. It's not a case of me not remembering it. It just didn't happen. I don't think. Um, but in this game, like, I want to say after I'd killed all of maybe ten or so zombies, my main weapon broke. Right. Completely broke. Unmendable. Right now. Um, the only other thing I have is a broken sword. It's already broken. It's like half a sword. Right. Um, so I was reading, and I actually have the strategy guide from the previous version, and it said, hey, when you get a notification that your sword's getting weak, you need to go to a bonfire to re- you know restore it, yeah. or you, you know go to a blacksmith, repair it, whatever. But if it breaks, you're fucked. Right. And mine broke. And I'm really early on in the game. Like, I'm so early on in the game that all the vendors aren't there yet. Like, I don't... I can't... There's a blacksmith that's right in the main hub town of Majula, if you recall. You know the blacksmith that's there? He's he's still locked out of his place. Like, I don't have the key yet to let him in yeah, so that he can fix my shit. Yeah, you have to go down somewhere to get the key to get him out. Don't you rescue him, sort of thing. Open his door. Yeah, you got to open it. He's just stuck on the outside of it. He's just like sat outside. He's locked himself out or something. <laughs> You've got to get him a key so he can go back in and start fixing stuff and making weapons and selling you stuff. And uh, so I've got a broken sword right now. The only thing I so I have this half broken sword that I'm using. The only trouble is, and I don't know if you remember this, the first main area you get to after the tutorial and after Medulla is the Forest of Giants. Yes. So. And the Forest of Giants is literally just like one strip down by a by a little kind of stream. And then you go up some ladders and then you're kind of into the castle ramparts almost. And then you just kind of go around a couple of places and you're there in the castle, right? So from the time that I like bonfire in to the Forest of Giants, I can get as far as killing maybe four or five zombies before my sword runs out. So, four or five zombies in, and I'm nowhere near the next bonfire. I've actually got to go back to my previous bonfire and rejuvenate my sword. Mm-hmm. So I'm stuck in this loop now. I actually can't get any further because the we- the only weapon I have available to me just keeps keeps breaking and I have to keep mending it which means every time you go to the bonfire, it respawns them all again, doesn't it? So I'm stuck in this loop, and I don't know how to get out of it. Right. And I've looked online, and people are saying that because it... I'm not quite sure how this works, but they're saying that because it, the game went from 30 frames per second to 60, the weapons degrade twice as fast. Oh, <laughs> I'm so not you sure. think there could be a patch on the way for that then or something? I don't know, man. Like, I don't really trust From Software to fix a damn thing in anything ever. I really don't. I, I, they're almost as bad as dice in my book for not fixing broken shit in their games. Mm-hmm. I mean, they released Dark Souls 1 on the PC entirely unoptimized. The dev studio had admittedly never made anything for a computer ever in their lives. And that was their first attempt. And they sold that as retail. And they never went back to fix it. It was down to hobbyists to fix all the rendering issues on that game. Because they they didn't do it. And to this day, if you buy Dark Souls 1 on the PC and you go to play it, I guarantee no matter how good your rig is, it will play like shit. And they will never fix that. 
not ever. So I'm not entirely convinced that they're going to fix this. Um, I'm concerned. Um, because that's $60. <laughs> did you buy it digitally? Of course I did. <laughs> Steven! Fucking of course I did. Ugh. Yeah, so, so yeah, not happy about that right now. Anyway, that's that was my bitch cannon, was for Dark Souls. You need to go cleanse your palate and buy Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. <laughs> really? Yeah, it'll make you feel better. <sighs> I think I might just want to watch Wolf Cup. <laughs> <laughs> That'll cleanse my palate quicker. That sucks. What's hang on? Wyatt was watching a Star Wars thing. Yeah, Def- Defo came into the chat. He's gone again. Uh, he dropped a video for Star Wars Battlefront. What? Oh, and it's a Facebook link. For Christ's yeah, sake, De Felici. Yeah, I don't know. He's... Oh, I, well, looks like no, no. Then he gave us a, a YouTube. Yep. Okay, that's better. anyway. Copy check that. that out later. I'm checking out now. No. Don't. <laughs> I know you're going to. <laughs> Not at all. What are you talking about? Enter. <laughs> no, pause that. All right. Oh, no, that was just a clip of Jim Carrey saying, I like it a lot from Dumb and Dumber. All right. But yeah, I did look. <laughs> okay, so that's that. Let's go into some. You want to do some news? Sure. Boink. This is a great piece of news. The original news. Dun, 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 dun. I had some news. Bad news. Breaking new ground. I got a few news pieces. Press the left trigger to see the most amazing thing in the world. This just in. Yes. News. News. What is the news? Um, news from Japan. News from Japan. Japan. Boah. Okay. I didn't. Le- I didn't see if uh, Wyatt had any news. Well, he threw Let's in look. loads of news, but I oh my god! Know. Oh my god! Oh, for goodness' sake! Yeah, okay. Well, what do we got? Yokai Watch is coming. Yeah, Talk. it is. Yep. I've been saying it would at some point. It's going to be huge. He says Final Fantasy is too sexy. I'm not sure if that's news or if it's just his opinion. Uh, by bidding of Isaac Rebirth. I never liked that game. Don't care about it. Uh, no, I'm not interested in that. The Verge something. Oh, Sony buys on live to shut it down, which is a bummer. I liked on live a lot, but. Hey ho. They didn't do very well, so what do you want? <laughs> they couldn't get over that latency. As Fish says, they could not get over that latency. I love on live as a service. I thought it was fucking brilliant. I thought it was brilliant. As long as you didn't play anything with a mouse, because that's when the latency became very obvious. The uh, like third-person games, like Batman Arkham Asylum, which I played on OnLive again, um, I, the latency was pretty much console game latency anyway. It really wasn't a big deal. It's all right. Uh, but, I mean, bleh. well, it doesn't really matter now because they've shut down. Which is odd because they went with Gaikai for their streaming solutions. Um, and Gaikai was the direct competitor coming up out of nowhere when OnLive was just getting rolling. So, I'm not sure why they decided to just buy up all streaming technologies and, you know, either absorb them or destroy them. I don't really know, but... Whatever. Whatevs. Whatevs. Um, yeah, bit of a bummer, but you know it's all good. Um, okay, so the real, the real deal, the big, the big fat one, Zynga CEO Don Matrick. Hero and <laughs> our, legend. Our, our hero and legend Don Matrick steps down 
<laughs> from Zynga. Not only that, but guess who's now CEO of Zynga? The old one. <laughs> right in the pinkus. <laughs> right in the old pinkus. So, okay. Uh, Don Matrick had this to say. When I joined the company in July of 2013, Mark... And I shared a vision of building a meaningful company that redefines entertainment in an increasingly mobile world, Matrix said. I'm proud of the progress we have made together. I believe the timing is now right for me to leave as CEO and let Mark lead the company into its next chapter, giving his passion, given his passion for the founding vision and his ability to couple our mobile progress with Zynga's unique strengths. As a company, Zynga is in a strong position today to serve mobile consumers and take advantage of the unprecedented growth opportunities across our industry. I'm excited about the company's trajectory and wish the best for Mark, Zynga, and Natural Motion, whoever they are, as I plan to return to Canada to pursue my next challenge. (laughs) He's coming for you! He's coming for you, Fraze! Matrick previously led Microsoft's Xbox division before serving as the CEO of Zynga. He unveiled the Xbox One in May 2013, but left in July of the same year to join Zynga. He had also worked for Electronic Arts until 2007. Quote, Now that we are a mobile-first company, it's time to renew our focus on our founding mission to connect the world through games and our vision to make play and social games a mass-market activity, Pincus added. I'm returning to the company that I love in order to accelerate innovation in the most popular categories like action strategy and strengthen our focus on our core areas like invest and express. I look forward to partnering with our leaders to intensify our focus on social experiences for the millions of consumers who play our games. So let's... Let's just kind of... Let's just lay all this out. Matrick makes a pig's ear of electronic arts. <laughs> right. Because he was the head of the uh, worldwide studios for electronic arts until 2007. Mm-hmm. And that's when they were going through the, uh, you know, Project $10 debacle and all that. Um, not not 2007, but... It, they, they were going through some trust issues with the consumers he joined xbox division pumped out the xbox one with a lot of bad ideas a lot of bad messaging a lot of bad targeting and just basically a lot of a lot of bad impressions i still insist that he got kicked out of microsoft i don't believe he decided that then was the time to leave a month before they launched that console no of course he didn't it's like, it's, we're not know, stupid it was like, let's agree to disagree here we go you know we're look, yeah we're gonna we're gonna get rid of you but it's not gonna do us any favors to have you quit it's not gonna be you know whatever let's try and make right. it as amicable as possible or whatever here's a big fat paycheck for doing badly yes. go away and then he joined Zynga, which apparently everyone was complaining about because all the investors in Zynga were like, hey, you made Farmville and you made a shit ton of money. Why aren't you trying to capitalize on the success of Farmville and making Farmville more profitable? And Pincus was like, well, you know what? What I'd like to do is basically hire a thousand monkeys on a thousand typewriters and hopefully come up with the next big thing. And that didn't work out. And it continued to not work out to the point where Zynga was, like, hemorrhaging money for no good reason and nothing to show for it. So then they figured who better to save was than Dom Matrick. So, so they brought him in as CEO uh, in July of 2013, um, just a few months after he left Microsoft. And I guess a year and a half later... He decides to step down 
and Pincus decides to step back up again. Now, I was under the impression that Pincus was gone, gone. Not that Matrick was just helping him out for a bit. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, explain this. Explain me this. How often do you find a CEO who is a serial failure? I mean, he has not one success under his belt that I'm aware of. How do you be a CEO and fuck up this many times in succession? It's not even hard. Hey, you know what? I I think maybe it's like on the Xbox One side, you know, I can see that it drastically went wrong at the end. You know, it was a media debacle. Mm Mm-hmm. And something had to be done. A head had to roll. You know, and not and, and I'm not saying you know and not necessarily Matrick screwed up anything before that point. I mean it was just the stars aligned and the Xbox launch was an absolute farce and a head right. had to roll and it was Matrick's head, you know, and he walked away with a probably a nice big fat severance check. Yeah. Um you know, there was as much damage limitation as they could. Uh, you know, was done as as much as they could, and he t- rolls up and says, "You know what? Look, I mean, I you know, hey, Mister Pendlebury. Now I know you have a company and you're looking for a CEO. Look, this is what happened at Microsoft, right? All the ideas we had, they didn't go down very well. You know, that's not necessarily my fault. You know, I do take some of the blame, but whatever. It didn't quite work out the way we wanted to. Apart from that, we were running things all right. The project was on time. Blah 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 blah." Okay, look, yeah, fine. Come on board with us. All right, comes on board. It's like, hmm, hang on a second. This guy's... Fu- <gasps> this guy's... <laughs> he's... He's awful. Yeah, but then again, right? Then again, you know, take a step back from that. It's just like, well, you know, to the next company. Hey, I, uh, Mr. Matrick, come on in, sit down. What's going on? Well, look, you know what? This is what happened at Microsoft. And these guys over at Zynga... <laughs> They offered me a fat amount of money, but let's face it, Zynga was fucked, right? So I was in there for a year and a half, couldn't solve the problem. You guys, on the other hand, we can do shit with you. Well, come on board. <laughs> He'll get hired. Canada. Oh, I'm sure he will, because, you know, CEOs tend to occupy CEO chairs, don't they? That's what they do. It just... I don't believe I've ever seen a situation where a CEO has moved around... And stepped down so many times. You know what I mean? Well, it doesn't do anybody any good for that to be for him to be fired or for him to be say I'm quitting in a flurry of hatred against the company I'm with or whatever. I mean, it's like it's not working out. How do we? No, you know, I mean I, I'm not saying I want to see PR. his head on a spike. I'm oh, just you saying would I, go No, on. I don't. I just don't want him. I don't want to see him fucking hired as the CEO of anything else so we can break anything else. Well, I don't think he's broken Zynga. I mean, Zynga is a broken company anyway. Zynga is a prime example of flash he in was... the pan who had a great idea, made a ton of money, no, over overexpanded, dude. and there was never, you know, it's just not going to happen. I mean, you just can't. No, Matrick was brought in to save Zynga very specifically from Pincus. Um... Here we go. Where is it? I'm trying to find it. No, that's all the latest news. Yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah, like he was brought in very, very specifically to save Zynga from their their uh, situation uh, that apparently Pincus had put them in. 
and um oh, I'm looking for I still can't fucking find yeah, it. But I mean maybe, okay, so maybe he tried. Maybe he had a valiant effort. And at the end there of the go. day it was just like, you know what? It can't be saved. Here we go. Um especially if you don't have a product. Here we go. This is what was said about Mark Payne. Sorry. <laughs> this is what was said about uh, Thingy Bobber. Um, here we are. Oh. Many were doubtful that Pincus would ever give up his position as Zynga's CEO, but it's not an unlikely move considering that the company is trading well below its IPO price. Pincus has been described as having a, quote, fearsome management style, as possessing a control freak personality with a willingness to pull out every scammy trick in the book to sell Farmville, Cityville, and other time waster games to bored Facebook users. Um, Faye would deny Pincus has got one hell of a ruthless streak in him. He was caught on tape saying he had done every horrible thing in the book to just get revenues right away. This includes such a thing as making social gamers download difficult-to-remove apps to obtain free game credits, forcing employees to return Zynga stocks or else they will be fired. Um, blah, 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 blah. Um... And the worst part is he seems too engulfed in his own power trip to notice that he was driving his own business down the sewers. Now, in walks... This is this is back in 2013 now. <laughs> in walks... Uh, Matrick. Don is unique in the game business, says Mark Pincus. He can execute in multiple domains, hardware, software, and network. He's been the personal responsible... F- Uh, For game franchises like Need for Speed, FIFA, and The Sims, he's one of the top executives in the overall entertainment business, and he's a great coach who has inspired people to do their best work and build strong, productive teams. He deeply understands the value of a network and the importance of creating lifelong consumer relationships. He turned Xbox into the world's largest console gaming network, growing its install base from 10 to 80 million, and transformed that business from deep losses to substantial profits. And he has grown the Xbox Live Player Network from 6 to 50 million active members in 41 countries. Going forward, I'll continue in my role as Chairman and Chief Product officer i'm excited to partner with don and the rest of our team to return zynga to its leadership role in inventing and growing play as core human experience so okay but look what i take from that is there's points made there that matrick was successful at xbox yes okay so the guy can can do stuff from pincus zynga made a shit ton of money over expanded or or tried to expand and you know, was successful be probably because one they had games that blossom blossomed and did well because they had someone like Pinkus behind driving it, not necessarily in a very honourable business type way, but in a way that made it successful. But overexpanded, and then they've still got all this shit ton of money. Well, let's hire that guy. He'll solve our problems. Oh wait a second, no, he won't. I mean, it's, I don't think it's you know, yeah. Pinker sits there and goes, fuck, he hasn't solved it at all. No. no. <laughs> right, get the well, fuck out, and now I'm going to do what I did before and run it like a shithead. The shithead I am, <laughs> which everybody knew he was a shithead and Zynga was an awful, awful company. Right. Before like, Matrick was on the scene. It's like, trying to save this was not <laughs> did not work. Let's go back to being shitheads. Yeah, for sure. Pretty much. Amazing. Amazing that Pinkus would come back. In that capacity, well, after everyone hates have, his guts. Yes, he might, I mean, there's, he must have just had all that control still. I don't know, man. Like, uh, people were calling for, like, investors were calling for Matrick to step down uh, a few months ago. We actually covered that in our news a few, we- a few months back. 
Um, anyway, so that's it. <laughs> Matrix down. He's coming for you, Fraze. He's headed Canada bound for the Great North. Uh, and we're taking bets where he's going to end up. Then <laughs> I hope Toronto. This is <laughs> there's not much in Toronto. No big. He probably, if he was going to be in Canada, he'd probably end up in Montreal. Hmm. Well, I don't know. He's a fucker. There you go. All right, that's it for news. Let's do some charts, man. <laughs> okay, let's storm through some charts and then uh, see where we are. So, okay, cue yeah. the chart music. Okay, uh, we have some charts, and here we go. At number, t- what are these world charts? You put these ones in for me. So, I'm sorry, uh, these are charts from. Are they global? Uh, those are global, and then we have Japan. 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 Uh, global charts. Okay, at number 10 for the 3DS is Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. At number 4 for the PS. At number 9 for the PS4, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Oh. At number 8 for the 3DS is Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate. At number 7 for the PlayStation 4, DTAV. Mm. At number 6 for the PlayStation 4, The Order. Still, you know, you can get that at Best Buy now for like uh, twenty nine ninety nine. I can believe it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. shocking. I'm still waiting for it to be a free on PlayStation Plus <laughs> some soon. 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 Uh, I'm looking forward to playing it. Mm. But uh, at, so, yeah, at number six for the PlayStation Four, it's the Order eighteen sixty six. At number five for the three DS, Etrian Odyssey X Mystery Dungeon. Mm-hmm. At number well. Uh, at number four for the PlayStation 3, Dragon Quest Heroes. At number three for the PlayStation 4, Dragon Ball Xenoverse. I heard somebody say that Dragon Ball Xenoverse was extremely good. I'm not sure whether I was being trolled or not. Possibly. I hate Dragon Ball. Seems stupid. At number two for the PlayStation 4, Dying Light. Ah. And at number one for the 3DS, The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask 3D. Not a single Microsoft product okay Japan and of course no Microsoft in Japan never <laughs> never ever okay number well this is very similar to your chart okay and these are good as of uh, the Japanese ones were the 8th oh, these are from the 8th of fucking March <laughs> <laughs> fuck these charts alright man I thought we were on the on the ball there it was like I was like 8th great I didn't know this was March Okay. Number 10 for the 3DS, it's Pocket Monsters Omega Ruby and Alpha... <laughs> a rupee. Uh, Pocket oh. Monsters Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. 9 for the 3DS, it's Lego City Undercover. <laughs> Holy moly. Where are <laughs> these the, charts from? For the 3DS, this is, I swear, this is from 8th of March 2015. It's the 3DS version, which I believe is new. Um, 8 for the 3DS, it's Yukai Watch 2 Shinochi. 7 for the PlayStation 4 Evovel. With 16,625 units. Sixth for the PlayStation Vita, it's God Eater 2, Rage Burst. Five for the 3DS, it's New Prince of Tennis, Go to the Top. Four for the 3DS, it's The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask 3D. Three for the PlayStation 4, is Dragon Quest Heroes. Two for the 3DS, is Etrian Odyssey X Mystery Dungeon. And one for the PlayStation 3, is Dragon Quest Heroes. Yeah. Okay, right. 
Yeah, old charts updated on this site. Old charts, terribly old charts. The global that global chart is a travesty of justice. The Japan charts, we can get away with it. Nobody knows what the fuck's going on in Japan. <laughs> they really don't. Oh, these globals were from the seventh of March. Yeah, here we go. I'll give you another global quick. At number ten, it's Destiny. At Destiny. Number, at number nine, Dying Light. See, Dying Light should definitely be down there. It's been out a while. At number eight, Dark Souls okay. Two: Scholar of the First Sin. Ah, that's new. <laughs> here we go. At number seven, Borderlands: The Handsome Collection. Mm-hmm. At number six, it's Call of Duty: Advanced Warfare. All right. At number five, it's Far Cry Four. At number four, it's FIFA 15. At number three is Bloodborne. Number two is GTAV. And at number one... FIFA. Nope. Uh, Minecraft. Battlefield Hardline. Oh, yeah, no Minecraft. It it has died. No, it hasn't. Let's do top 11. At number 11, Minecraft Xbox Edition. (laughs) Oh, Mojang. Apparently it's Mojang. Did you know that? I did not know. I heard, uh, who was it, Phil Spencer himself say Mo Yang. There you go. And, they, and he bought him, so he should know. All right, strippers versus werewolves. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Let's, I need to know where this is. We're going to buy this. Strippers versus werewolves. Totally buying this. Or at least renting. Um, okay, so that's that. And we don't have a quiz because there's not enough people to quiz. Uh, community, I don't really have any community. Um, oh, we do have a community. Uh, Wyatt May sent us a top of, topic of discussion. So here ah. we go. Uh, hey, gents, there's been recent arguments over the internet about this YouTuber and Nintendo, and I was wanting to get your thoughts on it and maybe have a discussion. Uh, here's a link, yada, yada, yada. The gist of it is that YouTuber Angry Joe made a Mario Party 10 Let's Play video. The video was flagged under copyright infringement because in January, Nintendo made a new copyright law in their creators program where you can only make a portion of ad revenue from YouTube if you have registered for the creators program and are a part of the list that they approve. Uh, Mario Ten, Mario Party 10 is not part of that list, so blah de ba Nintendo claimed all the ad money from the video. He is butthurt about it and says he will never make another... I will never make another Nintendo video again. But then a day later made another video bitching <laughs> about it. Uh, right. Wyatt goes on, boo-fucking-who, right? If Ninten- Is Nintendo being a big bad bully? Corporation in this program is stupid. Or is this guy a dummy for not knowing the laws in the field of work he works in? Does Nintendo have the right to make money off these people from their videos because they are using Nintendo's IP? Will this be the start of a revolution against making Nintendo gameplay videos? Or will someone just fill his shoes and everybody will move on? Alright. So, a lot of good questions. Um, I... Top level... Nintendo's in the wrong. Um, They have zero right to claim any kind of revenue from the content of that video, in my opinion. Because that video, the whole reason it exists is for the person playing it and their opinions and their words. It has nothing to do with the game. If you want to see the game, you go and buy the game. Or you watch a trailer. Or you watch a movie of someone playing the game that Nintendo have provided. That's what they're saying these videos are. But they're not. People watch these videos because of the personalities. That's the whole point. 
That's why people don't watch me playing games, but they watch fucking PewDiePie play games. Because he's a personality. <laughs> but... Yes. Sure. They're using... He's using their... Their IP. But he's not saying it's his. And it's not like he's broadcasting that to other people, giving them the impression that he is providing them a gameplay experience. Which is what Nintendo does. Nintendo doesn't provide videos. They provide gameplay experiences. He's enjoying his gameplay experience that he paid Nintendo for. He's just showing the world his opinions of these things that he's playing. Nintendo doesn't have any right to that. That's my opinion. Yes, he is... Uh, on the other side of that coin... If There's like several, several YouTube stars that make a mint doing these kinds of videos. And if that's your bread and butter... And if that's the thing that like puts food on the table and feeds and clothes your family and everything else, you need to know the laws governing that shit upside down, left, right, and every way up. Because, yes, it is weird, dodgy territory. But, I don't think Nintendo has a claim in this case. I think what I would like to see would be all of everyone that does a Nintendo video never give them another second of free press ever again. Because that's essentially what this stuff is. Now Nintendo's saying, hey, you used our thing when you were giving us free press. So you pay us money. Yeah. And it, all this stems from is it's just another extension of, of Nintendo demonstrating how completely uh, foreign the internet is to them. They just have no idea. How to use the internet properly. Uh, I I sort of agree with you. But I'm also sort of a little bit devil's advocate on the side of Nintendo. Because they're basically saying, well, look, you know what? You're a a YouTuber who's making a million dollars a year. Right? Yeah. Your revenue from, from, say, say a quarter of your videos are Nintendo related. Therefore, you're pulling in $250,000 of revenue a year. Right? Yeah. Using our product as a base. We want some revenue for that. You're using our product. I I can't see why that's unreasonable. I can perhaps see why it's maybe not the smartest move. No, I mean, it's unreasonable. It is completely unreasonable. I can see how it's legally binding. I can see how they could use that in court and get and actually make a case. Yeah. Because there's an element of that that is true. Yes, he is using their content in a video, and that video will pay him directly revenues, right? So to a degree, Nintendo's IP is involved in him getting revenue. Now, should they get some kickback on that? I'm not entirely sure. I don't think so. I certainly don't believe they've earned anything beyond that. Okay, but what, about, thing a ra- is- okay, but what about a radio station that goes and plays your favorite ACDC song, right? Right. Does the radio station have to pay compensation to the artists or the or the music company that owns the rights to that song? Of course, well, yeah. They, of course they do. Yeah, but the because thing is, they are, listen- ga- they are gaining listeners. They, our same argument might be said that they are giving promotion to the band, but they're also gaining listeners from playing that music and well, I- and being able to have advert revenue from from having the listenership. I, mean, I don't see it any different. No, I, it it is different. I mean, the 
those those actual like those trigger points are are valid. They're all valid trigger points, right? They're all valid points you could bring up in a case. I think what it boils down to is um, how you interpret how he is using their content, or what role in his in his paycheck are their videos actually contributing to and that's where i think nintendo doesn't really have a claim because let's face it if he's not you know people tune into him let's just pretend it's markiplier for example i don't know who it was but markiplier springs to mind because my daughter's in love with this guy uh, and everybody else is apparently so let's say markiplier gets you know, decides to stream Mario Galaxy, whatever the hell, right? But people, he already has like millions and millions of subscribers. An average hit count for a video will be around 50 mil, right? Uh-huh. That's those. That's the kind of volume that he deals with. Now, he doesn't get those people because he plays Nintendo games. He gets those hits because he is him. Now, look, it when you listen to a song on the radio you tuned into that station to listen to that song on the radio yeah, that's not necessarily you, true though is it I don't believe if you believe... listen to Breakfast Jocks well, yeah, I mean well, we but... come from a history of massive you know the breakfast daytime breakfast radio jocks are paid a fortune because they draw in the listeners with their banter and stuff like that yeah they, I'm, not, I'm not denying that I mean yes you know but, but the thing is they don't their thing is talk radio their thing isn't music mm. that's what I'm saying I mean they might play some music but you don't re- <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree with you I think if I was I, I was the uh, owner if I was Nintendo and these guys making masses amount of money from playing from content that has my IP in it I want a slice well of course you do but the thing is like okay so let's say that you are the titular you right yes. and you want to slice because they're using your content but he's also using my content and he's also using john's content and he's also using fish's content okay and all three of us don't give a shit okay you're the only one who wants a slice yep that's fine they don't care now, well yeah i know and that's what nintendo's doing they don't care right and the th- it you doesn't know, make them wrong, though. It doesn't make them wrong. It makes them fuckheads. It doesn't necessarily make them wrong. Yeah. But and, and again, that's why I think that this, if this thing went all the way to court, Nintendo would absolutely win because he's using their IP in something that gains him revenue. Okay, and he well didn't that's get fine. Their then permission to do it, and that's fine. Then, but let's if we're distinguishing between it, you know, whether we're, our argument is whether Nintendo's wrong or whether the argu- Nintendo are stupid, or perhaps <laughs> going about it the wrong way. <laughs> I, 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 you know what? Maybe they are stupid or whatever, but yeah, I mean, I think they have a right, particularly if these guys are making some serious coin. I and they're asking I, for a forty percent cut. They're not asking for all his money. They're not asking for all the revenue. I think forty is a lot. Forty is a lot, but what? What are you going to do? You always ask for more. Well, yeah, that's true. If you're going to ask for something, if you're going to ask for a percentage, why not ask for a lot? I mean, See, the th- well, the thing, the thing is like. If they're going to do this and you're going to follow the letter of the law, then you have to follow the letter of the law. And if I, if I went and did a, 
I'm trying to think if I've actually done one. I haven't. But if I did stream a video of me playing Mario Galaxy, and maybe I sold two ads and got five cents revenue. Yes. They would want 40% of that. Uh, they would probably want 40% of that. No, they would. They would, like, very specifically want 40% of that. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Now, if there was an you easy way... You can't just pick and choose just because, like, there's no, a whale no, in the room that no, gets high can't. hits. No, you can't. But, you know, we don't live in the black and white world, Steve. You know, it's... it's <laughs> well, that's, what I'm, that's why I'm saying it. if it was black and white, then, yeah, Nintendo's in the right. But that's what I'm saying. We're not. And it's a grey area. And I think in the grey area, you can't just say, yeah, in the court of law, this would stand up. Because that's black and white talk. Like, this is a case of Nintendo seeing a guy getting a lot of money based... And I don't care what they say. It's based on him, his personality, his words, his opinions, his stage presence, everything else. It's about him, not their game. If he wasn't playing Nintendo games, he'd be playing fucking Xbox games and he'd still rank in the same amount of dough. And it's got none of Nintendo's business. It's none of their business. What what money he makes after he's paid them to play it. Now, it's a different issue. If they if they have some kind of contractual agreement with Nintendo where they provide him with games for a certain amount of coverage and a certain amount of the profits, then that's different. But they but they didn't. He's just playing a game, but people are tuning in to listen to him. They're not tuning in to see the game. Uh that's possible. That's what I'm saying. That's I mean, I, I would probably end up watching his videos because I was looking for a particular game, not necessarily him. I have no interest in Angry Joe and his... Well, yeah. But I mean, a lot of people angry, do. His angriness is very amusing, I'm sure. Oh, is it Angry Joe? I don't know who that is. But I mean, that's the thing. Like, a lot of people won't. I mean, if you're just doing general research, that's where you, that's where you would find the game you want. That's where you're going to look at it. I mean, even in the worst case scenario, that's free publicity for them anyway. And God knows, they certainly can't market their own fucking products worth a damn. <laughs> I know, right? But that's, again, opinion. I, it's opinion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, someone playing their game is infinitely more saleable than a family in a room waving Wiimotes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I mean, they're idiots. I think this is a really bad move on their part from a PR perspective and a logic perspective and just human behavior in general. It's a dick move. I think it is a dick move, but then again, I also think, you know what, these guys... I mean, it's a while... It's, we're still in the wild west of what is going on out there. Like, how these guys... How a guy can make, you know, let's play videos or whatever like that and make millions of dollars. I mean, that to me is bonkers bizarre. Oh, it is, and I hate him for all of his success. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Yeah, right. And if he, but if he's making, as far as I'm concerned, and you know, this is my opinion on it, is if, if he's making millions of dollars on playing Xbox games and Nintendo games and PlayStation games, if either of those devs or people who own the rights to those games come after him and say, I, "We want a percentage of this, buddy," you're making too much money. Right. You're making too much money, and a lot of and, and a lot of the money you're making is because of our products. So you better give us a percentage, or we're going to chase you for a percentage. See, that's well. And that's, if you want to throw your toys out of the pram because you're not getting your because we're going to be taking ten percent or twenty percent or whatever it is, fuck you. Throw your toys at the pram. I don't care. Hmm. We want we want our cut. Everybody and wants. That, when where does Gil get a lick? <laughs> Gil needs a lick. When's Gil get a taste? <laughs> oh, Gil. So. <laughs> So, I mean, the thing is, I mean, really, I don't even remember. I don't know what my point was, but like, 
I, I honestly, I sincerely hope that Nintendo loses press because of this. Like, if if they wanted to do the right thing, then you go up to them and say, hey, you're making X amount of revenue on games. We believe our IP is one of the central reasons behind your revenue stream. Either prove that it's not or enter into an agreement with us where we get a cut. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Because then that's his choice. He can either agree to it or just not play Nintendo games anymore. Yeah. Right? But these policies are in place. And now that they're coming in and collecting their pound of flesh, he's complaining about it. Angry Joe is angry about it. Oh, my God. The fucking irony. And then here, here, (laughs) as another point, right? Here he goes as well. He says his absolute final... He says something here about it. He goes, I feel feel their policies are anti-YouTuber in a world where so many other companies are embracing the YouTube community. Oh, are we embracing the YouTube community where I'm watching your videos and you're making a fucking million dollars? <laughs> let me let me I'm just re- dab dab the tears with twenty dollar notes. Right, I'm, I'm detecting some resentment. Sorry, I haven't got t- I haven't got time for you know. You make a lot of money. People are going to come after that money, and people want their cuts. This is true. This is true. And Nintendo might be making a mistake. It might be making a PR mistake and trying to get their cut. But I'll tell you what, sooner or later, everyone's going to... All these things will be in place and things will get divvied up. Um, You know, you put a video onto YouTube now, it automatically has the algorithms in place to figure out what song you've got on behind there. Oh, yeah. And if you're generating revenue, someone's getting their cut for that music being in your video. That is actually a very, very good point. That's probably the most salient counter-argument to me, to what I've been saying so far. Because the radio one didn't quite sit well with me, but that does. Because that's exactly the same situation. Yeah, and so they're coming after their cut. Yeah. And if you make a million dollars and because you use someone else's content and now you're only going to make 750000 I'm not going to shed a tear for you tonight. Right. You know. What is... Th- so, so this Star Wars thing is Battlefront stuff? Yeah, I think um, I recognize... Uh, I think they there was a video that those guys released probably about six months ago where they were oh, all I know trudging one. through the forests of Endor or whatever the fuck it was, saying how they were all passionate about it. And now it looks like a similar sort of video, but with a little bit more CGI in and some of the stuff. So it looks pretty neat. Well, I don't want to have to click on a friggin' YouTube link. Ugh, I'll do that later. Um... <clears throat> Okay, so yeah, I mean, eh, we should probably wrap that situation up. It, yeah, it's a talking point for sure. Uh, ideally, I mean, so they already have the policy in place, but, you know, it until people are made very well aware of it, you're going to have situations like this all the time. Yeah, that's fine. And, but, and, yeah, but ignorance If they want is... his money, yeah, like if they want to take his money and they and they succeed in doing so then that's just going to act as a warning to all the other YouTubers out there that actually do a pretty good job of, you know, highlighting these games for greedy devs. Those greedy devs. Greedy devs. Oh, my God, those greedy devs and the salaries that they have to pay and (laughs) children and families that have to be fed. I know, right? So, I mean, yeah, but, I mean, this is Nintendo and it's slightly different. I mean, whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Uh, good, good, good talking point there. Good talk. Yeah, well done, Wyatt. That was a good. Yeah. One. Thanks, Wyatt. Nice one. Nice one, son. 
There you go. Thanks for the discussion. You're welcome. I'm going to heart that response. Thank you. I'm going to heart that and heart that. There you go. Um, all right. Cool. So that's a show, dude. That is a show. That's how we you did get it. a show. Good. All right. The yep. Brit boys did we it. We weren't held back. Uh, no. We were unstifled. Uh, oh, why has been playing Bloodborne? I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> all right. Cool. Let's, uh, let's wrap this shit up. So you can find us as a show um we are on itunes just search for game punchers podcast and we are there you can find us on stitcher you can find us on FeedBurner. um we have all of the links to everything you might possibly ever want on gamepunchers.com which is a website on the internet if you can believe that um we have a tweeter which is at game punchers pod um you can tune in every wednesday for the time being every wednesday at 9.30-ish Eastern Time, uh, on Mixler, M-I-X-L-R dot com forward slash GamePunchers.com. That might change soon. It may. I'm probably just going to have to fucking buy, buy it. Um, and, I'll check yeah, but, the price out. Well, I anyway, that's for discussion outside of yeah, the right. podcast. All right. <laughs> Real life <laughs> stuff. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, uh, you can get me. No, you can get no. You can get me on Twitter, at Chambango. You can get John at John Lavalle, L-A-V-A-L-L-E-E. You can get Fraser at Fraser Moo. You can get um, uh, Mr. Brendan Sarix, Jesus Fish. You can find him at the Jesus Fish. Don't forget the the. Uh, and f- did I give out the Twitter for the show? At Game Punchers Pod? Yes. Uh, and that is it, I believe. Um, apart from the GTE... Uh, forums G4TE forums yep that's it yeah that one um, and I think that'll do it so that'll do pig that, that'll do pig uh, until next time uh, we are ghosts let's wait come on as soon as you are able